For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling, pop culture, and that oh so naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of grass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You are tuned in to the IndyCast. Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again to the IndyCast. Chad Allen, Zach Romero here with you. Hey. Hey, uh, Zach, we have guests, plural, with an S. I always like it when it's guests, plural. Um, and it's not just like this weird, like three guys in a room type deal. We have we have ladies on with us True. today. Yes, uh, we have the spoiled brats with us. Yes, uh, Selena De Laurenta and Aria Blake are both here. Ladies, welcome to the Indicast. Hi, thank you for having us. Oh, of course. Thanks. So, uh, we're going to get started with uh, the episode as we do with every episode, uh, where we're going to ask uh, five lightning round type questions. Uh, just quick questions to get the typical podcast stupid questions out of the right. way. Yeah, exactly. So they're done. We'll rip the Band-Aid off and go from there. Exactly. And uh, you can take as long or short as you like to answer said questions. We don't, And neither of us did the, the lightning sound effect. No, I'm proud no. of us this yeah. time. It's, like holding, so, it's called having restraint. That's we, what we're trying. When did that start for us? New, new year, new us. It's not the new year yet. The preview. Okay, um, so, uh, so uh, when when did you debut? How long have you been? Well, first of all, oh. we're going to use proper nouns. Oh yeah, here, you're so, right. So I do apologize. We, we all know who's on the floor. So uh, Aria, let's start with you. Lightning round question number one. Um, okay. Tell us a little bit about your training and when did you officially debut in professional uh, wrestling? Okay, so I began um, training in April 2014. I am trained by Jay Lethal. We used to train at the Uproar Training Academy. Um, I had my debut in January 2015, so I'm kind of coming up on three years, like inching towards it. Now, side question, the debut show that you were on, were you involved in a battle royal? Was that at an Uproar show? I'm like 99% sure you were there, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I was going to say, because I remember you, I remember uh, Troy Hollywood, and Snoop Strikes. I remember it was that's like the debut of all three of you guys. Selena, yes. We were all there. That's amazing. <laughs> how how hipsterish of you. I know, look at me. Look at me. So, uh, And then, okay, Selena, same question for you. Tell us a little bit about your training, and when did you officially debut? Well, I've been training for less than two years. It'll be two years in February. Um, I had my debut, I was probably six months in, if I'm not mistaken, it was like the end of July of 2016, and that's pretty much it. I've been trained by Chase and Rance, Santana Garrett, Lindsay Dorado, Ricardo Rodriguez, and Aaron Epic. Say quite the dream team there. Yeah, know, right? yeah, it's kind of like a lot of people, now that I think about it, but I don't have Puerto Ricans do it, so. Oh, good enough. <laughs> All right, question number two. Uh, what is uh, uh, so? We'll do Selena first. Okay, proper name. So we'll okay. we'll flip flop it. Uh, what is what okay. was your first wrestling memory? Oh boy, um, I was probably thirteen, I would say, and my stepdad was watching WWE, and I saw the Boogeyman, and my mom just screamed like something was happening to her, like something horrible. She goes like. Go back to your room. You're never allowed to watch wrestling. I'm like, All right, and that's my like my first memory of wrestling. <laughs> the, 
The boogeyman. I love the boogeyman it. scaring the shit out of her mom. Oh, yes. I met him the other day, and I, I was like, man, I need a picture. Did you? Uh, first of all, did you immediately send that picture to your mom? And then. Oh yes. And then. And he popped for it. Oh, good. I was going to say, did you tell Boogeyman that story of, like, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling because of you? Of course not. Oh. <laughs> All right. I, I would have. Like, you weirdo. That's true. Well, I'm sure he would yeah, take it as a compliment. would think you're weird. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm weird. It's, like, kind of a statement now. Oh, mm-hmm. right, good. Good. Uh, Aria, what about you? What is your earliest wrestling memory? what the match was? I think it was um, Michelle McCool versus Maurice with like Maria as the guest ref for like the Divas title. I think it might have been when Maurice won it. It was like December 2008. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say. No, that's okay. good. That's good. I would. We would much rather that than be like, do you remember the match? I don't know. It was some yeah, chicks yeah, fighting. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's much better to have the details. All right, Chadley, what's uh, the next question? So, flip-flop again. Aria's turn on this one here. Uh, your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, my God. Um, all of the other reindeer. <laughs> I remember I that like children's no book. knows that movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I no, remember the book. No, Zach does, unsurprisingly. <laughs> it's an adorable... Well, you know what, though? I'm not surprised by that. Aria is queen of dog gifts on Twitter. <laughs> So it makes sense that her favorite Christmas movie involves a dog. There you go. I love that movie. <laughs> I feel like nobody's ever seen it. Especially so, me. So, uh, Selena, what about you? What is your favorite Christmas movie? I don't know if it counts, but The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that Good answer. totally counts. Good answer. Actually, I, I uh, at, at, my, at my shoot job, that movie came up not too long ago, and there was a question of whether... I thought that was a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie, and my answer was, it's yes, both. Yeah. yes, it's both. So, yeah. yeah, no, you're perfectly fine with that one. Okay, then. So, good. Good answer. I wanted the answer, but I'm like, I feel like it's a Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah, but it has Santa Claus in it. Right. Like, And, and Jack draws with the costumes. Pumpkins aren't Christmas That's <laughs> <laughs> true. The great debate rages on. All right. Speaking of great debates, here's, yes. here's a fun one for, for us here, and I believe it's... I was just going to say, because it is, this is more of a Florida-based question. This I is a say. Florida-based question, true. Uh, and it was Selena's turn now, correct? Yes, you made me forget my flip-flop. Uh, Disney or Universal? Oh my gosh, that's a stupid question. Disney. <laughs> We're always at Disney. Disney. We live there. Okay, so, let, so let's uh, let's alternate. Keep up with our social media, boy. That's true. <laughs> Let, let's alter this 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 final uh, question. I, how then. do you know I wasn't just so I can that's get true. the right answer? <laughs> let's uh, let's alter our final question then. Okay, uh, Aria, let's start with you. Absolute greatest ride at any of the Disney parks. Go. Mm. Selena? Uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, well, you took my other answer, so. <laughs> Living the gimmick. Um, Actually, I have another one. Okay. Tower of Terror. 
that oh, okay. right. that is my correct that is my correct answer okay, of course answers, good answers so, so uh, I have a thing that I do when everybody's like super quiet and then I scream again and then Arya can't breathe good that's it's just so funny because like we were on Tower of Terror and it like did the pause and everyone's just chilling freak the fuck out and she just yells again and it's like the way she said it was like arriba <laughs> <laughs> This is my friend. Good. So good. So now, and we were talking last week about how we need to do an IndieCast uh, Disney episode. That's true. I think we need to do the IndieCast Disney episode with a special guest appearance by the Spoiled That's Brats. True. I think That's we true. have something there. This, I'll say there's enough room on the People Mover car. We can yeah, all jam in there. We can all jam in the People Mover car to record, definitely. Oh, my so. God. The People Mover is like the perfect ride to sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're planning on making it the perfect ride to record a podcast. That's on the too, that's so. the goal. That's the goal. You know, there's a ride that Ari and I literally just sit down and we call it "Let's Get Shit Done Ride," and it's called Small World. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> knows that ride, but yeah, I, I think, know. I just like want to do build up. That's good. That's good. Yeah, we like legit just sit on that ride, and I'm like, okay, I'm into it. Kids from okay, this is annoying. Like, I'm gonna check all my socials. That's good. <laughs> Good. Is it sad that I'm the one that gets on that ride and like sings Yay! along? Yeah, yeah exactly. I love that ride. I don't Your care. kids are checking their social media. Yeah, exactly. like, oh, Jesus. My three year old. On their Fisher like, Price phone. You're the only human in the park that's into it. So, I'm so. There to answer emails. So, I, I, now I have to ask. Uh, I'm going to try to combine the last two questions. Okay. Are there any plans for the two of you to make it to Disneyland? around this time of year so you can go on the Haunted Mansion when it's Nightmare Before Christmas themed. Disneyland? Yeah, in Disneyland. Basically in every other Disney park except for this ours. One. Yeah. That starting in September, they change out some of the animatronics in the Haunted Mansion and replace them with Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. So um, I was not going to any of this. I was out to yeah, I was just going to say, um, Madame Leota is switched out with Oogie Boogie. Uh, instead of the, the groundskeeper and the dog, it's Jack Skellington and Zero. There's like It's all kinds of, like they switch a bunch of shit out and they change. It's all Christmas carols and stuff. Yeah, wow. every literally every other Disney park except for ours. I am here for it, but like I wish it was at ours. Right. Do we know why they don't do ours? Because ours is the ours is the most tourist heavy of any oh, Disney yeah, park. So their their yeah. concern is. I don't really like going in Christmas time. Like I, I really yeah. hate doing lines. Well, I was, oh, gonna, God. I was gonna say they uh, their concern is that like if somebody traveled from you know Singapore or whatever to come right. to Disney, they're gonna be disappointed if you know Jack Skellington's on the Haunted Mansion. Which my well, my thought is, I was gonna say. True. I don't think they're going to be disappointed because the castle's still there. It's just True. Like, what? It's like what skeleton replaced? Like, that's not a big deal, let's be honest. Right. Well, I was going to say, my, my official stance on that is tough shit for them. Right. I want goddamn Night Before Christmas on my right. Haunted Mansion ride. That's, exactly. that's like, my well thought out argument. Residents that need different stuff. <laughs> right. It's true. That's true. Um, like, so, it's, like, we deserve it too. I just, it's not fair. Well, I was going to say. So, we are loyal Disney customers and we buy Starbucks every time, so we spend more money than the average Disney fan. We probably don't. Well, I was going to say, so. so, Like family before that pay a lot more money than we do. So that's. Oh my God, you're right. 
<laughs> so that's officially the end of the lightning round. But oh, no, 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 that was no, no. no. I would say the the favorite right. ride replaces that. Okay. Um, but my question is, so you gave the sort of uh, since you guys frequent Disney so much, you gave the the little known secret of you can check your social media on the Small World ride. Um, what would you say is the other? What's like another thing that uh, is something you guys make sure you always do? When you go to a Disney park. Well, first of all, which is your favorite Disney park of the ones here? And right. secondly, what is one thing you guys absolutely have to do every time you go other than ride the Haunted Mansion? You can't say that again. So, Ari, let's start with you. Favorite park and what is one thing you have to do every time you're there? Okay, so my favorite park is Magic Kingdom. And Selena already said it, but the thing we always have to do is go to Starbucks. Like... Ride-wise, there's nothing where every time it's like, we have to do this, we have to do this. Like, I feel like she goes out of her way to be like, do you want to do the Haunted Mansion? Because she knows that I can throw a damn fit if I don't get to do it and I want to. I feel like she's like my daddy sometimes because she's like, do you want to do this ride? Do you want to do that ride? And I'm like, no, let's just go get Starbucks. But, like, other than that, um, I mean, complain. <laughs> Good, good. It's a staple of any Florida resident at Disney. you got to have a good complaint session of, can all these goddamn tourists get out of here, please? Like, so few people were actually born in Florida. I've been around this tourist stuff since utero, and, like, at Disney, it's just level 11. Good to know. Oh, right. I complain at drive throughs I complain about everything. So. <laughs> Complaining is, like, a daily need. Good, good. Um, so, Selena, I'm, I'm guessing similar answers to Aria in terms of favorite park and uh, number one thing you have to do every time you're there. Well, not quite, actually. I have um, oh. another thing. We have another tradition. Um, my favorite park is actually Animal Kingdom. It's changed because I really love Disney Hollywood, and then I realized that there's nothing but Eric <laughs> Smith and Tower of Terror. That's true. So, um, the other thing that we always have to do is take, like, an hour break to sit in our car, because we just can't uh, handle that many people. <laughs> yeah, which, again, is, like, another social media break. Like, in between parks, we'll do that. Nice. Good. Good. <laughs> like, I just have to chill for a second and then, like, get back to society. That's fair. That's fair. Good to pace yourselves. <laughs> Should try doing. Should try bringing a seven year old and a three year old with you sometime and see if yeah, you don't get you don't get the chill session. No, I don't get the chill session at all. Miss that no. memo? Okay, yeah, totally, totally miss that memo. Three year old. <laughs> nah, thank you. I don't really like kids. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> that but was the... actually going to be their original shirt design. Was it was going to say spoiled brats? We don't really like kids. That that's was going to be the original one. I'll but... be honest. There are days when I go to Disney and I don't like my kids all that much. Good. So Good to know. That's... Good to know. That's honesty. <laughs> so uh, so. Ladies, let's talk a little bit about professional wrestling uh, and not just Nitros being filmed at the MGM Studios, which they definitely were. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see my Twitter or something? Is that why you said that? Well, that and also that's just a fun fact that I've had jammed in my head forever <laughs> and ever. Um, oh, it popped me so huge the other night. <laughs> so, um, you know, we talked a little bit about your early wrestling memories, about both of you, you know, being within the first five years of being in wrestling. Um, what, so you guys are officially professional wrestlers. You guys are both champions. You guys have basically set Twitter on fire. Mm -hmm. What is it? And I guess, uh, Aria, we can start with you. What is your long-term goal as a, as a professional wrestler? What is, what is your driving force? What do you need to accomplish in professional wrestling? I need to be the best 
that I can possibly be for myself. Um, when I first started, like, in, from, like, age 14 until probably the last year, whatever, like, the mindset was WWE or bust or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of like, I understand that not everybody is meant to get there. Of course, it's still my men- like my main goal. But what I've found in wrestling that I love more than anything is getting to travel the world and learn from different people and all these different experiences. So I guess my main goal now is to just keep expanding and be the wrestler I know I can be. Who's the person in, in, in your travels that you think you've gotten the best advice from so far? And what was and what was the piece of advice they gave you? Um, my wrestling mother is Angelina Love. Um, she helped train me. Um, she has been, like, when I started watching TNA, I saw her and I was like, oh, she's so pretty and she can wrestle. And then I'm like, years later, she ends up training me. Like, that's so cool. But I've gotten a lot of, like, um advice from her just about being a female in the business um things to look out for um things that can help with my career etc like she's been a helpful mentor figure oh good very nice and then selena what's what's kind of same question what's your what's your uh, end goal for the wrestling business right now well um when i started wrestling of course probably like almost anyone my goal was to be, well, it is kind of still to be in WWE, but um, if, if I'm being honest, um, as time has passed by, I can say that as long as I'm making a living off of the thing that I really, really like doing, I'm fine with it. And I'm pretty much doing that right now. So I'm kind of living my dream, but I do definitely want to expand like everything that I've done and I want to wrestle at different places around the world. And of course I would love to work for a major company at some point. Now, now would you ladies agree that, you know, probably within the last maybe two years, the environment of professional wrestling has changed? Meaning, you know, you both mentioned, Hey, when I first started out, the ultimate goal was WWE. And now you're saying, Hey, maybe that isn't the end goal. Maybe just, you know, there are other options out there. Would you both say that, you know, probably within the last two years, you've noticed that there are a lot of other big companies now that could be just as good as WWE to be there? And, and it doesn't have to just be WWE anymore? Yeah, of course. I, I I see a lot of companies. I mean, WWE is honestly, like, number one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's going to change in a while. But, um... But other companies are equally as good, and they're they just offer a different product, and you just got to find what's your best fit. I would say. Okay, excellent. Now, um, I have actually individual questions here, but under okay. the same theme. Okay. Uh, Selena, starting with you, where did your dog? get his name from like what is the backstory well i guess what's the dog's name oh the dog's name is dr pepper oh okay because i don't know about that i do because i do my research because i'm a journalist that's right uh so what is the origin story of dr pepper well um that's really funny because i don't do anything that makes sense (laughs) that's a good life philosophy i literally can just walk into a place and see a bottle that says Mary Kay, and the next thing I'm going to say is Mary Kay. That's kind of how I do things. So, when I was looking for Dr. Pepper, um, I found, like, I was looking on Google, and if you put Toy Poodle, 
um, not toy poodle. You have to put teacup toy poodle. Teacup poodle, not whatever. Teacup poodle. Then the first thing that comes up is a poodle next to a Dr. Pepper can. And I looked at it, I'm like, wonderful. My dog's name is going to be Dr. Pepper. Just like that. I don't, I don't think about stuff that much. I just do it. Good. Okay. Uh, side note, by the way, I was talking to Chad earlier. I was watching this horrifying series of old commercials. Did you know that in, like, the late 70s, like, the cool thing to drink during the holidays was hot Dr. Pepper? Ew. Like, boiling Dr. Pepper it- and pouring it over, a, like, a thin slice of lemon was apparently, like, the hot thing to do during the holiday season. And I was like, that sounds like the grossest shit I could ever... That, I, that sounds I, like something you would come up like with in, like, Vegas. That sounds like something that you would wake up the next day and be bald because it was actually, like, a voodoo ritual. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how to not stop, stop shaving my head now. That's I true. Just, uh, Dr. Um, Pepper. <laughs> so, Aria, uh, similarly themed question here. Hi. Since you are the Since you are the queen of dog gifts on Twitter, what is yeah. the best breed of dog? Boxers. Whoa, she had that, like, locked and ready. Oh. That is quite the combination there. Boxers and poodles. All right. You're right. What's, what's the mix of a poodle and a boxer called? I uh, a nightmare. A nightmare. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, painful. Painful. <laughs> I guess it, it decides which dog, it, which dog is the... Uh, well, never mind. So, uh, ladies, I know another... Another thing that has uh, definitely been coming up on your this actually this the question I'm going to ask and then the follow up question will yeah. fit in quite nicely here. Um, you guys have a calendar. Tell us a little bit about the process of getting that calendar. Yeah, together. that seemed like the most like huge undertaking anyone's ever done for merchandise, and I would know. Like right, <laughs> it's huge for starters. Oh God, yeah. So. I had this idea months ago. I was like, what if we made a calendar? And, like, I thought about it, and then I was like, that might be stupid. People will talk shit about it, blah, blah, blah. And then I eventually brought it up to Selena, and she agreed that it was a good idea. She didn't think it was stupid. And it was kind of something we talked about. And then I think, like, the end of September, we're like, uh, we better get this going. <laughs> yeah, so... We got it together really quickly with our photographer, Mac Illusion, and picked out our outfits, like, the month themes, um, who got what months, like, it was so much meticulous planning and strategizing, and the best, one of the best creative ideas I've ever had, and I hope it's worth it. Well, <laughs> oh my god, I was going to say, without, because you guys have done a great job of, uh, of keeping the whole thing under wraps. Like, you haven't just been like, here it all is, by the way. You're, right. you're doing a great so job in marketing. But what would you say, um, and I guess, Selena, we'll start with you. What was your favorite month that you guys did for the calendar? Which one did you feel like you were like, this is awesome. We nailed it. This was perfect. Oh, man. I just have two favorites. But I can say that the editing of October is completely sick. And uh, my favorite was, like, we looked the cutest on April, to be honest. So okay. The combination of April and October, if it, if it I don't know. October. That's my favorite month. October. Uh, and, th- and then, uh, Aria, what about you? What was the, uh, what was the premiere month for you? Um, I'm going to try to think of it. Um, I really liked March 
which is one of the pictures that we have floating around right now for preview. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Christmas. I don't know. I don't think we have that one out yet. I really like the schoolgirl one too, but like Christmas, I don't think anyone's seen yet. Yeah, no, we only put out until, I mean, August and March. So, to yeah. any of the dozens and dozens listening and have purchased one of the Spoiled Brats calendars, you can listen back to this as you're going through the months and go, ah, right. oh, yes, that was an excellent choice. That's Good right. job, ladies. So, <laughs> now, um, interestingly enough, one thing that, um, well, we've kind of been discussing this a little bit on, on Twitter. Right, and, and that's what I was going to say. You brought this up on Twitter originally. Um, it's, it's kind of, talk about uh, tonal shift here. Um, you know, Aria, one of the things that you've done on social media uh, is you expose creepers, basically. Like, if there's if there's fans who get weird or message you or, or, or you know, what have you and, and are inappropriate, you have no problem going, hey, by the way, just so everybody knows, this person's a creeper. And Selena, I've seen you do the same thing. You both have kind of taken on this role of like, hey, by the way, there are consequences to being like a creepy douchebag. So, and I would like to publicly state, I'm sorry about that. So. <laughs> yeah, Chad, you really got to tone that back, buddy. That's um, the fake profile's not appropriate. Anyway, <laughs> Um, but, but talk, let's talk a little bit about that though, because obviously you guys love your fans and they love supporting you and we're all moving in this awesome direction of new merch and you guys are getting booked in bigger and better things and that's all well and good, but it doesn't come without the other side of the coin. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about creeper fans or fans that just go a little bit too far. So I guess, Aria, we can start with you. So as I said, you sort of started the ball rolling in terms of like, hey, I'm going to showcase this guy's being a weirdo. <laughs> Walk me through that a little bit. Um, well, okay, so what you guys see, a like, small glimpse into like a big epidemic, I feel like. Okay. Um, I don't know if it necessarily started with me. I feel like it could have started with selena any other female wrestler really like i'm we're definitely not the only people who get it of course it there's so many group chats and like messages of me taking screenshots and other people doing the same i'm just these fucking weirdos man and like making fun of them roasting them sometimes i thought back when it's really out of line or honestly if i think it's easy like oh i know i can bother this person so i'm gonna clap back and they're gonna feel bad about it but it's like, I just don't want to take people's shit. Like, you can't just be a pervert and then when I call you out on it, be a little bitch. Like, just don't be a pervert. I just, it comes with the territory, I guess. And it's unfortunate that people are like, oh, get used to it. You'll get used to it. Like, I shouldn't have to get used to, like, harassment. It's one thing to comment and be like, on a picture and be like, you look hot or something, whatever. But it's another to just, like, send me a picture of your dick. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. And and uh, we actually were talking about this before. I know. So, I'm sorry. I thought it was a good angle. No, I'm sorry. That, no. Um, no, we were actually talking about this before the interview. Uh, we were having this discussion that, you, like you said, there's a lot of people who say, oh, well, it comes to the territory. It's part of the business. But it really shouldn't be. It's yeah, it 2017, should. for Christ's sake. Right. Like, it yeah, really like, shouldn't have to be like, well, it's part of the business. No, it's not, though. That's right. there, There's there's no need for it. Having fans is part of the business. Having overzealous fans is part of the business. But, like, I 
like what in people's minds makes them think I want to see their taint in my DMs. Like absolutely not. The lesson, the lesson here, DMs are a taint-free zone. I'm so antisocial. Like, I don't want to see your face, nonetheless, your private parts. Like, <laughs> you got the wrong one. No, okay, so, Selena, what about you? So, again, you guys have been wrestling about around the same time. You both are under five years in. And, like you guys mentioned, this is a, I guess you could say it's an epidemic. You, yeah. You know, how much are you being contacted by creepers or people who are taking it too far? <laughs> I can say that creepers definitely hit me up if I if, I don't know like I've seen people get their DMs destroyed but mine are just Jesus Christ I wish you could take a peek but here's the thing like creepers actually make my day because I, I have something to look forward to and laugh every single day it's like Hmm. If I open my DM, I know there's going to be at least one message that says that my booty is beautiful. <laughs> and I know that there's going to be somebody else that wrote high wrong. And I know that there's going to be, like, somebody from another country speaking some other language. I really <laughs> don't understand, and I don't want to have to go translate it. And I'm definitely going to see somebody's private parts, and I really wish that that wasn't a thing. But I don't know. I feel like... Creepers is going to happen, they're, they're going to happen regardless, and there's so many pages of me and my body parts that I don't really even want to bring up, but, um, I don't know, I, I know creepers are a thing, but also really good fans are a thing, and as much as I have a bunch of creepers, I think I have a bunch of better fans, because I get like, four out of five messages are good fans. So the good thing is that we can kind of take from this is the balance, at least for you guys, from what I'm hearing, seems to balance in the good standing, just wanting to be a fan fan. But then you get that like you know, vocal minority I mean, 20, of 20% still a, you know, a sucky average for it. And, but... I, and Selena, I think in your case, I think, you know, for being handed a shitty situation, because you girls should not have to deal with like, hey, here's. Some anatomy I didn't want to see in my timeline or right. whatever. Yeah. But I think, I think you guys at least have the best attitude you possibly can about it. Right. Because, of course, you know, number one, this, this shouldn't have to be a problem for you guys. But as it is, at least you guys are able to laugh at it. At least you guys are able to, you know, um, kind of find a friendship with you two as each other against these creeps. But, so I guess that's the best case scenario you can have, but it's still, just on behalf of wrestling fans in general, I'm sorry that there's fucking weirdos. I right. apologize. It sucks. <laughs> Thank you. We'll survive, man. Actually, you know yeah. my, uh, what I'm most interested in? Because I'm, I'm sure these ladies have compared their creeps. Oh, I'm sure. Well, there's there's, well be... Aria said there's group chats uh, right. dedicated so, to roasting these, so who these gets, weirdos. Who gets who gets the creepier fans then? Is it Aria that was or say, Yeah, do, do either of you have like a record of like, this is the top tier, this was the weirdest? I think Selena gets the weirder ones. <laughs> I do. I don't openly say, hey guys, here's my butt. I mean, I do, but like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do have hands on my butt when every every time I wrestle, so I kind of brought that on myself. I just never expected it to be like that. I knew, I knew that it would, you know, like people would talk about my butt, but I didn't think people would make a fan page of my butt, you know? 
I never saw that coming. I was going to say, that's a, that's a different level. Um, oh, yeah. But I actually, actually, I have not blocked that person because they do post, like, really cool gifts of me, even though, like, everything else is super creepy. So every time I have to find, like, like my best moves, and when I try to show someone what it is, I go there. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, hold on, there's a butt page that I can find this. Yeah, here, let me let me update my resume here. Hold on, let me get to the butt page real quick. Yeah. There we go, that's a good <laughs> gift. <laughs> I would say, like, um, I don't know, if you asked um, what's the creepiest thing that I've gotten, I don't really, hmm, I have a fun answer. Okay. Because I know I, I sent you everything. I believe it was the same person you're talking about, but somebody was like, can I get an Aria Blake shaped pussy pocket? Oh my god, yes, it was the same person. It was the same person. Well. They wanted um, a thing of me and a booty, a thing of you. Uh, Well, Zach, you make our merch, so. Wow! Uh, I'll, 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 if I'd bring that home, to yeah, I was, was going to say, uh, Luna, uh, we've been tasked. We have to make something else for Christmas. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty intense. That's a, that's that's You're intense. This holiday season, we got the merch for you. Yeah, no kidding. Daddy's favorite wrestler, right? Yikes! That would. Sadly, I mean, well, and, and yeah, I was just gonna say, there's no doubt that it would sell, but at what cost, really? There's a there's a line. Well, you've got to start at least at fifty nine ninety nine. That's easily, true. But, that's you true. Know, that's your low what price is truly point. the cost? So. And if find them or something, man. Yeah. Yikes. Um. So. Wow. With that being said, um. Now, Chad, I'm curious about this question because I don't know if these ladies are necessarily going to have the answer for that one. I can. Do you want me to ask? Yeah. It? Go ahead. Okay. This so, is the Trevin Adams memorial question. This is indeed the Trevin Adams memorial question. Hi, Trev. By the way, we haven't talked Hopefully to Trev in a while. Hopefully he's listening still. I know, right? So, uh, so ladies, you both have uh, obviously been on the road. You've done the, as, the, uh, as Uncle the Bob drives. would say, you've done the drives. Uh, every once in a while, it's late at night, say 2 o'clock in the morning, you are hungry. A beacon of light comes over the hill uh, for food and drink for you. Um, is that beacon of light a sheet? Or is that Beacon of Light a Wawa? Which would you prefer it to be? Who answers first? Uh, Selena, because I think yeah. uh, Ari got to answer last. Well, um, I actually don't even know what the other thing is, so Wawa. Good, See, good, 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 good. That was kind of what my fear was going to be on that one. Good, good, good. Good answer. I have the exact same answer. Yeah. Good. Excellent, excellent, Your excellent. Your Honor, I throw that. If there was a 24-hour Starbucks, that would be our Well, okay, answer. true. Well, yeah, I was going to say, Wawa we can... Is Second, I love Lala. Please sponsor me, Lala. Excellent. Oh my gosh, will you sponsor me too? <laughs> I will do the panini press as a signature move. That would be amazing. Call it. Um, <laughs> what is your uh, when you go to Starbucks, even the one at Disney? Uh, what is your usual uh, coffee order, Selena? Oh, that's easy. Uh, can I already answer that? She can tell you. My <laughs> I'll say this is a friendship test here, Aria. Can you name? Uh, Selena's coffee beverage. She gets a grande white chocolate mocha, an iced one, not a frappuccino, not a hot one, with whip. If she's feeling frisky, we'll get an extra shot of espresso, but it depends on the day, you know. Boom. <laughs> she killed it. And I don't know if she can answer mine, because I feel like I change it a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that. However, I've been pretty consistent lately. Well, you kind of adopted my, my conduct. You you messaged me the other day saying, "Oh my god, 
not stop drinking white mochas. No, it was like I was real interested in toasted white chocolate. Oh, that's the one, right? My bad. I'm the worst. But my favorite in life is peppermint mocha, soy, no whip, at kids' temp. Sure. At kids? I know there's a, you get oh, teas too in like kids you know, temp? small yeah. drinks. At kids I temp. Starbucks. I know all the customization and the shit. Yeah, I never I knew there was kids temp. That's like how did I also that? side note? Uh, Luna's coffee choice is grande iced white mocha with pumpkin. That is her choice. White mocha Ew, with pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was the reason why she's not on this episode. I knew there would be <laughs> friction, so we had to uh, we had to venture. <laughs> By the way, um, here's a fun fact about me: I hate everything that's orange. Good to know. Like, I will make that note not to make her any ambassador shirts in the color orange. Yeah, I, I know. Make right? note of that. Make all my shit orange. Make all my shit orange. <laughs> well, that's the follow-up. The odd couple of professional uh, wrestling. Orange. Good enough. Orange area Blake shirts can be now. Uh, now what, we're already working on baseball tees. Okay, don't don't nice. start throwing other stuff in there. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like a machine over here of ideas. I was gonna say she was she was posting about that on Twitter that she may be going broke with merchandise ideas, and I said that's basically the the mission statement of fully giving. Right. Um, now, uh, ladies, we do have uh, two famous questions that we ask every one of our guests, with the exception of Effie. Uh, yeah. So uh, Effie first... was way too angry to stop yeah. those questions. So the first, the first question, and uh, and Aria will start with you. Um, in the fantastic performance art that we all know and love, professional wrestling, unfortunately, we lose some talent early. And so, with that in mind, Aria, what ghost of wrestling, what wrestler or manager who is no longer alive would you love to have talked to, worked with, or seen in person live? And why? And why? Um, wow. Uh, China. Oh, interesting. I think that um, she was, like, really revolutionary especially in her like prime you know her later years is not necessarily the china i might want to talk to but mm-hmm. you guys know what i mean like of course DX, like marching in like bad bitch china not to mention the fact that she won the goddamn intercontinental championship mm-hmm. like yeah like that's a that's a big damn deal good good answer all right so then the same question for you if you had to fight a wrestle ghost who would it be well, either one. Meet, talk to, fight, be managed um, by. I, I just wish that I had the chance to, of meeting Doink the Clown. Excellent. I think that might be our first Doink we've ever had on the that, show. That is indeed our first, the first Doink, interestingly enough. So. Well, uh, it's funny. Like, um, un- unfortunately, I don't. I didn't grow up watching wrestling. I was really not allowed to watch it. Well, the Boogeyman was there, of course. <laughs> exactly. He was eating worms. And I get really creative. Um, then when I started watching wrestling, my trainer showed me Doink the Clown. That was like one of the first characters that I studied. And that's actually who I got my finisher from. Oh, so interesting. I kind of love the way that he did things. And I, I just wish that I could, ha- I could have the chance of telling him, hey, he, you were really an inspiration to me. Interesting. And like I said, first Doink we've ever had yeah. in the four years of this show. That's the first time we've ever had Doink. 
Excellent. So, Excellent. You see making history right here. <laughs> right. All right. Question number two. Question two. And again, we'll start with Aria here. Okay. So we here at the IndieCast believe that every animal in nature has certain evolutionary traits that ensure its survival. Giraffes have long necks, rhinos have the big horns, etc., etc. Our belief is that human beings, as an animal, their evolutionary uh, trait is their ability to use tools. So with that said, Arya Blake of the Spoiled Brats, if you could fight any animal, what would it be, and what weapon would you use? First of all, did you know that I am, like, a vegetarian AF? Well, I kind of figured as much with the with the being the queen of dog gifts. I would imagine that yeah, uh, that kind of goes hand in hand. Violent towards animals whatsoever. I am essentially vegan. I just like pizza, but besides that, I am essentially vegan. You know, soy no whip. Um, so I would not fight any animals, but I would fight a human in a second. Animals are precious little babies, and they're perfect, and I would not harm them ever in life. Okay, so let's well, say that let, let's say that someone is is planning on hurting a boxer dog. What do you? What would be your weapon of choice to attack said dog hater? <laughs> and this this audio will not be isolated oh to God. incriminate you at a later date. Yeah, there's so many, but the first thing that comes to mind is like a knife because you can just walk up and be like, "Here's a hug from behind." Bam, bitch. But, like, I also think that I would just run up and, like, just kick the shit out of somebody. Like, nobody can hurt a dog. I'm not just going to let that happen. I'll do whatever you need to. I'll run them over. I'll use a flamethrower. Jesus. I'll use ninja stars. Like, whatever's on hand, I guess. Good. Okay. All right. That's going to be a tough question to top. Uh, Selena, same question to you. (laughs) If you could fight any animal, even if it's uh, make-believe... What would it be, and what weapon do you use? But I'm going to kick your ass if you would an animal, so remember that. I'm aware. But um, I actually love meat and every animal product there that exists. But um, I am not really a violent person towards animals, but I don't consider insects animals. I think they're just gross things that are there to haunt me until um, I die, because I'm so deathly afraid of them. So if I could have something, it would be a rifle gun so I can shoot them from a distance until I'm paranoid and I can't move. <laughs> okay. Oh Excellent. Alex with Excellent. A rifle. There you Excellent. go. Excellent. Well, well, Puerto Rican, so you know what they say about Puerto Ricans. They always have guns and stuff. Okay. Good to know. So We've learned a lot of lessons here. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of learning and a lot of growing. I really don't own one. Don't, I don't want to sound crazy. <laughs> Well, ladies, uh, this is the opportunity in our show where uh, one Mr. Brian Cage has officially given us permission to uh, call Get Your Shit In. This is the uh, time where you can uh, tell people where to buy that calendar, other uh, spoiled brats merchandise. Follow you on social media. Social media. The floor is yours. Okay. Um, my social media, everything, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter is all the Are You Blake? One word. My name is not Aria. Do not spell it like Aria. I am not a plot of land. I have shirts through Fully Gimmicked and on Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, our joint accounts for the Spoiled Brats, our Twitter and Instagram are at Spoiled Brats MA. Our Facebook is The Spoiled Brats. Uh, plug your shit. <laughs> all right. Well, all of my social medias, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, 
even my email is selena de la renta at gmail.com i know that name spell is kind of hard but i do my best and um also our spoiled brat email is spoiled bookings at gmail.com um for merchandise we have eight by tens we have posters we have calendars we have lip balms we have t-shirts and um I don't know, but some people request our gear, and we do sell it too. I'm saying, and we and got all your holiday gift needs. I would say possibly a tie into the Todd, depending on how this conversation goes. There we go. Depending on how how cheap plastic is or uh, rubber, we'll have to figure that. Yeah, exactly. We'll figure out the economics of that. <laughs> but uh, but nevertheless, uh, thank you, ladies, both for joining us on the IndieCast. Uh, you guys have made history here. And uh, very happy to be working alongside you for Fully Gimmicked and things like that in the future. And so uh, with all that said, for Chad Allen, I am Zach Romero. And as always, everybody, we always say, Deuces! Deuces.